Hey friends and foes, welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today I've got art goals for the new year. It's the start of 2024, which means I'm thinking about what I want to accomplish for the new year in my art career. Each year, I make a list of goals and use a four-step system to flesh them out. This is a system I used in 2023 with those goals, and I found out that it worked really effectively for accomplishing said things. I want to give an example of what the system is so you can use it in your goal setting for 2024. Step number one is set the goal. Say your goal is you want to get five new students for next year. It's simple, but it doesn't have any strategy behind it. Just simply setting the goal is good for intention, but it doesn't have a plan, which is why you need the next part. Step number two is visualize what it'll be like to have accomplished the goal. If your goal is to have five new students, it'll be Twice a week will be teaching days, in which I'll be able to share knowledge with potential students while creating a steady income stream. Having this visualization makes the goal feel more real. Step number three is setting when you're going to do the goal in its one sitting task form, right? So on Monday mornings, we're spending an hour making content around teaching or reaching out to potential students. This gives you a concrete plan of how to make the goal actually happen. Step number four Set up supports to help accomplish the goal. Maybe you need to find a new teacher who has a successful program and ask them for advice. Maybe you need to find a teacher's aide to help you keep the students coming in and with billing. Maybe you need to do other things. Using this four-step system, I'm able to create a goal, find the steps, visualize what it's going to be like, and make it actually happen in the end by the time 2024 is over. For the year, I have a few categories that each goal will fall under. A reminder of 2023's ambitions will be underneath each goal, and I will have a description of what this new goal is. I think it's really good to be honest with yourself about how last year's goals went so you can reflect and adjust for the new year much better. This year's categories are health, rest, home, garden, art, travel, and my relationships. Shall we get into it? My first goal is about my health. This year, I'm going to take my health a little bit more seriously. I have a couple of goals that relate to my eating styles, my fitness, but also my mental health, and I have goals for each of them. They all kind of fit together, which is why I'm putting them under the umbrella of health, and uh, we're going we're gonna to get to it. Let's start with fitness. Fitness is always like the first thing that comes to mind when you are like, ah, yeah, new goals, new year, new me, right? It's like, let's get fit for 2024. I kind of had that feeling when I started 2023. I wanted to find and take a weekly class, specifically in yoga, and I did find a weekly class, but I only did it for about three months before I stopped doing yoga at home and I stopped in April because I started traveling and my patterns got interrupted. This year, I'm replacing it with a new routine and that routine is walking. This year, I want to do the daily walk. I started doing this in the fall of 2023 and I loved it. It has a really good reward system that I am just addicted to and, and, and catering to that reward and stacking it with something I don't really want to do, which is exercise, <laughs> is is really good for my mental health. So my goal this year is to go on a walk every single day with my audiobook. Going on a walk every day breaks up my artwork and sitting at my computer and at my easel, it brings new ideas and brings me more vitality because, you know, we're we're extending our lives by going on walks. <laughs> we're We're making it so we can make more art in the future and it feels really good. So Each week, each day, each week, 
I am blocking off time in my day that I can go on a walk around my neighborhood or drive to a park and go on a longer hike, something like that. And I make sure that I pick out an audiobook to go with it. The reason I am saying a daily walk with an audiobook is that my desire to walk is a lot less than my desire to listen to the next chapter of my audiobook. So for this exercise, I pick out a story, an audiobook, and I make sure that I only listen to it when I'm walking. Like, I don't get to listen to this audiobook when I'm at home doing chores. I don't get to listen to it when I'm painting. It is a walking-only audiobook. This, especially if the book is good, will ensure that I want to go on the walk the next day because I want to know what happens next. This system I started doing in the fall of 2023 has gotten me outside way more than any sort of class, any sort of social situation. It's kind of magic, and I learned it from habit stacking back when I read Atomic Habits. Highly recommend doing. It's also good to do if you're like, I want to go running on a treadmill or something. <laughs> like, I want to do cardio. You do cardio with a television show you love. Like, cardio only with Grey's Anatomy. Cardio only with Gilmore Girls. Cardio only with this other thing. And you only watch that show or listen to the audiobook when you're doing the thing that's challenging. Another thing I want to do this year is something I've done for the last two years in a row. I don't know if you're familiar with Yoga with Adrian, but she is my favorite online yogi. She is so charismatic and her videos are so nice. And every January, she puts out a 30-day series that goes like 20 to 30 minutes of yoga every day. And so I'm going to do it this year, January 1st, 30 days of yoga with Adrian. I'll put a link to the sh in the show notes about this. It's just so much fun. I, I set it up that I do the yoga in the morning, right? So I do it before I have my tea. I do it before I get into my daily clothes. And so it's like we're getting changed into our workout gear, which for yoga is like very stretchy, flowy, comfy things. And it's so good. I think this year is called Flow. Um, which is very cute. And it's just, you roll out your mat, you get started, you tie your hair back, you put your glasses on. <laughs> and it's it's really nice. After the yoga session, I always make sure to roll up my mat and clean the space so it's nice for tomorrow's session, right? I feel a lot of things about good habit stacking, especially when exercise is making it like nice to look forward to the next day. So it's like, is the mat clean? Is the floor vacuumed? Things like that. Um, my support with this is doing this with other people. I have a few people on Discord that want to do it with me. I have a few friends in real life that want to do it with me. So when we're not doing it at the same time, we like check in with each other. It's like, hey, have you done day one? Have you done day two? And that feels really good. So that is my that is my fitness goal for the year. <laughs> Pretty simple. It's nothing extraordinary. It's just go on the daily walks with an audiobook and do yoga with Adrian. My next category is cooking. So in 2023, it was my goal to make food more social last year. And I feel like I achieved that. I made sure that I, to meet a friend for coffee once a week. And I took my partner out to dinner pretty often. I had a secondary goal of doing more batch cooking. And that definitely fell to the wayside as summer turned into fall. So this year, my main goal is to follow more recipes. I want to expand on my cooking arsenal and create more interesting dishes this year. I also want to incorporate making more than a single meal at a time which is what batch cooking is. Making food for four meals rather than two meals for like my partner and I um, is going to set me up for healthier eating options, like putting stuff in freezers and like being like, oh, it's easy because I've already made it, you know? I do own a few cookbooks and I plan to take one day a week, which will probably be Wednesdays, to either make something from that book or study it for future meals. 
this will be a, a new way of adding to my uh, reading goal, which we haven't gotten to yet, but also to to add to the cooking goal and keep it more fun. A new section for my goals this year is body care. I take a fairly good care of this vessel that I'm in, but I wanted to do something more in depth when it comes to physical care practices. So one day a week, which will probably also be Wednesdays, my day off, my day for fun, <laughs> is doing things like dry brushing my skin, using a face mask before bed, paying special attention to how I keep my nails done, um, and picking one day a week to have this like in-depth care time. I think it's going to be good for you know, paying attention to what's going on in my body, but also just good for my mental health and my physical health. <laughs> Another thing in the body care section is getting my yearly physical. In 2022, I skipped my yearly physical and I waited all the way to the end of 2023 to get mine and I should not have waited as long as I did. Getting a yearly physical is included in my insurance and it's like, why? It's silly to skip it, you know? Like, you should just go and do it, so... I'm going to make sure to make the appointment in the summer of 2024. I have a reminder in my calendar for it. It feels good. My last like body care goal is to incorporate a new stretching habit. This stretching habit has to do with my artwork. I want to make sure that every time before I'm painting, I need to be stretching, warming up my hands. As I'm aging and as the seasons get colder, I notice that I have pain in my hands, especially in the carpal tunnel area. I need to make sure that every time before I'm getting onto my computer and before I'm painting that I am doing a warm-up with my hands. This warm-up doesn't have to be very long for me to feel the effects. It can be just like two or three minutes. But making sure I'm doing some stretching before is going to let me paint for longer in life. And that is the ultimate goal. <laughs> my next category is rest. Rest was a huge thing for me to tackle last year um, in 2023. Last year, I focused on rest as a major concern for my life. I'm, and I'm really happy to say that rest is my relationship with rest is much better and much healthier. The goal for this year is to continue what I set out doing last year. So this year, I'm going to set aside time for rest every day. And I am so ingrained in having a schedule that it's, it's really necessary for me to block out time in my evenings to be like, you're done with work and it's time to rest. It's time to enjoy the rest of your life. And... Being so like aggressive with blocking out time to rest was necessary for my brain to t take it as something that I loved doing as instead of something that I had to do in order to get back to my art. This year, my goal with rest is to set aside time for rest every day, plus have two full days off every week where I'm not doing any kind of work, right? For me, it's, it's going to be Saturdays and Wednesdays and... My thinking behind this is that rest brings me long-term health and happiness, right? By setting aside time for rest, I'm really lengthening my life and enriching it. And with rest, I produce better artwork and deeper relationships. So we got to rest more. <laughs> with rest comes my hobbies. Hobbies are a way of actively resting for my brain. They are enriching my creativity and they are ways that I'm making sure I'm enjoying my time here on this planet. One of my hobbies is reading. So this year I read 58 books in 2023, which is way past my goal. And I felt really delighted by that fact. A huge part of that goal was my book clubs, which I have two of, and setting aside time for reading every week. This year my goal for my reading hobby is to read 50 books. 
And I also don't want to be buying new books till Book Mountain is 20 books shorter. Book Mountain is my to-be-read shelf, which is now two shelves in my house. It's too many. (laughs) So before I buy new books, I want to make sure I'm reading those and getting them either out of my house or onto the library permanently in, in a spot. I've got two books a month for book clubs, and I think getting to 50 books in a year is going to be a breeze like it was this year. This year, besides reading 50 new books, I want to finish the cross-stitch that I've started three years ago. It's so long. (laughs) And I want to get it on a jacket, so I want to be able to wear it out and show it off because it's really cool and abstract looking, and I love it. Another thing I want to do hobby-wise is sign up for a dance class um, with my partner, probably in the spring. I want to find a new hobby this year. I want to see what my friends are doing and try their hobbies out. And I want to do NaNoWriMo in 2024. I did it in 2023. I won for the year. It felt great. It was very fun. And those are my hobbies. The next umbrella I've got is my home and my garden. My home is something that I am continuously trying to improve. I feel like when I work on my home, I'm improving the quality of my life and I'm making it more mine. So last year, I did a handful of things that needed fixing for said home. And while some of them got done, a lot of them didn't. I feel like I had some goals for my house that was... I I wasn't able to give them priority because I was working on so many other things. And this year, my list of things I want to change is smaller, but it's no less important to me. This year... I need to get a new door for my studio because it's falling off. (laughs) That's important to have. I want to redecorate my artwork in my bedroom. I want to clear out books I no longer love and ditto with games, like board games that I've got. I want to make sure I clear out the attic and I would like to get new blinds. We'll see if these things happen. But contextually, having these like small details changed in my home is going to bring peace to my mind as I look at my spaces. How my home is really reflects on my own mental health and how I'm doing in life. And when my home looks like a disaster, I'm like, oh, my brain probably also looks like a disaster. (laughs) Taking care of my home is really taking care of me. And I want to ensure that I have that mindset when I'm going into decorating and caring for it. In my garden, I did spend a lot of time in my garden last year, and it was a delight. It was one of my favorite hobbies, and it it was a fun way to hang out with my family and navigate the native plants in my area. Major progress was made in my garden last year, and I'm really looking forward to 2024's garden. When I think about a garden, I'm thinking about future planning. When you plant something one year, you're going to get the results in three, right? So having a great garden set up, having a great like system for weekly sessions is, is good for my brain. So this year, my goals for my garden is to spend time each week with my mom in the garden. <laughs> I want to redo my initial sketches for how I was planning things out. Usually once a year I sketch out the garden and this one needs a lot of updating because I've made a lot of changes. I want to fill some big planters I've got with new bulbs because last year my goal was to buy the planters and this year I'd like to fill them with something. (laughs) I want to get some new pavers to make a pathway and I want to reorganize. I've got this shed that is just like filled with stuff. And it's really unorganized. And every time I go in there, it makes me anxious. And I'm like, I'd like to be able to go in and like get a rake out (laughs) and not like (laughs) be just stressed by how much stuff is going on in there. So we got those. The last thing is I want to make sure I've got a really good budget for the garden. My, My garden has a financial ecosystem as well as its botanic ecosystem and making sure that I'm budgeting for 
when I'm getting mulch and when I'm getting new plants and when I'm getting new tools is it's important and I need to pay atten attention to it in a way that I haven't in the last year. Are you ready for a really big one? <laughs> Let's talk about finance now. Finance for 2023 was a year of big hits and also big misses. I was able to save up enough money for the November art residency I went to, but that meant I wasn't saving money into my, my savings. I wasn't able to put that money into my savings goal like I had set out to do. In fact, I, was, I had to dip into my savings and am worse off than I was at the beginning of 2023, now at the beginning of 2024. We're being honest here. On the good side, I did implement Finance Fridays into my weeks that I wanted to do, and I'm going to keep that going for sure. It definitely kept me more realistic about what was happening in my life and with my money. So this year, my goals are such, and I think they're kind of exciting this year. So this year, I'm really ready to be out of the nonsense that has been my personal financial habits for the last two years. I'm really ready to change things. So we're going to start it off with a hard pause on spending. I'm going to do a no by January. <laughs> If you've never heard of a no-buy uh, month or a no-buy year, it is a time where you commit to spending very, very little money on anything that you need to purchase. So this means I'm not spending money on subscriptions. I'm not spending money on hobbies. I'm not spending money on going out. I'm This month is for super frugal, restrictive spending. So things I'm allowed to buy are you're paying for your housing, your, your rent or your mortgage or whatever. You're spending money on your utilities, your regular bills, like your insurance and your phone plan, and then on a tight grocery budget. I'm going to do that for the whole month of January. I think it's going to be pretty fun and restrictive and interesting, and I think it's going to help me reset some spending habits that I've gotten. After January is over, I'm going to switch it to a low buy year. The difference between a no buy and a low buy is a different set of rules, and I don't have a lot of the rules hashed out yet. I'm going to set these when I am done with January, but... It's going to be less restrictive. Here's an example of what that will look like. Instead of like not buying anything, it'll be like replacements only, right? So instead of stocking up on something, I'm buying a one-to-one one -one replacement of it. This goes for clothing. It goes for skincare. It goes for pantry staples, etc. Doing a low-buy year will continue to help these new habits that I'm establishing in January and allow me to boost my savings by a lot. Another thing I want to do this year for my finances is find a budgeting app I actually like. Last year, I really wanted to find one and I did find one, but then a company bought it and I don't like the company that bought it. So now I'm looking for a new budgeting app and it's very annoying. Right now I'm working with a spreadsheet and that's fine, but it's not working as well as I want it to. So find a new budgeting app. That'll be, that's a big goal. Another goal I have is boosting my emergency savings fund. I'd like to add $2,400 to it by the end of December, 2024. This means I'm adding about $200 a month into my savings account, which I have set up to automatically happen. This way I'm not having to think about it, making sure I'm getting it deposited every month. It's just set in stone and it's already a part of my budget. For my other savings, I have what's called a vault savings account. This is like a high yield savings account, like a money market account. I want to add $1,200 to that account by the end of December 2024. This is about um, $100 a month and it's set up. The vault savings account is for like big ticket items in my future, right? So I'm putting a little away each month instead of big amounts. And it's not emergency savings. It's like we're not touching this till I'm well into my 40s, maybe my 50s. My last financial goal is to continue doing Finance Fridays. Finance Fridays is about 20 minutes every Friday where I just 
update my budget and I look at everything, all my accounts and everything, and it gets me used to looking at the numbers. It gets me used to being really real about what's happening and to set my investments in certain ways and to make sure my savings are on par and make choices if I need to. So that's that's my financial goals. But you know what you're all here for? You're you're all here for my art goals for the year. <laughs> and I'm sorry it took me 25 minutes to get there, but here we are. Here are my art goals for 2024. In 2023, I hit my goal of making 25 paintings. I went to an art residency for a month and I grew my business in a really good way. My website updates were made for the better and I have a stronger social media presence than I did before, which overall feels like a major success. This year, I'm not going to set a specific number of paintings to make each month, rather than I'm making goals that are based on opportunities for the future. My most fun goal for the year, which I think is something you should absolutely steal if you're a creative type, is get 50 rejections. I've talked about this in my episode on how to get rejected, Um, but this one is, I think it's good. So in 2024, I hope to get rejected 50 times. This means that every time I get a yes when I apply for something, I must apply to one more thing. By doing this, by getting, by looking to get 50 rejections, I'm building endurance and resilience to rejection, right? I'm not affected emotionally to rejected as I, as strongly as I was the time before. I'm getting more opportunities for my artwork over 2024 and 2025. And I'm looking for opportunities for my work that are beyond my current levels of audacity. In order to get 50 rejections, I'm setting up a time each month where I'm either looking for them or I'm actively applying to them. This pans out to about five applications every month that I'm looking for. And I've signed up for a couple of mailing lists that I know have common applications for artists, either being grants or shows or whatnot. And I think this is going to be a fun year of rejections. I am going to be posting about every rejection I get online on social media. I might even make a fun little folder (laughs) because I'm trying to keep it fun and interesting and not just like, oh, bummer. Another thing about this is that I'm not afraid of too many yeses because I feel like the percentage, the yes, no percentage is pretty, it's pretty low towards yes. And I'm not afraid of overbooking myself because the things I'm looking for are not like immediate. They're for this year and the next year. I think it's going to be fun. And if I can get like even 10 yeses to things, mm, delicious. We love it. (laughs) Another art goal of mine is to write a book about art. I feel like I have a lot of knowledge around creating and I want to make a digital download or a self-published book about artwork. This first one that I write, I want it to be aimed at the emerging artist and to be a guide for young artists looking to start selling their art. This is going to be within the brushwork sphere and I I don't know, I'm excited. In order to do this, I want to start planning a writing hour. And I've decided that this is going to be on Thursday mornings for me, where every Thursday morning I am spending an hour working on whatever this book is going to turn out to. This way I have a really like consistent time every week where I'm writing and getting ideas down and eventually editing. It should be fun. (laughs) Another art goal I have is with shows. I want to get three shows Two at a coffee house. I want one at a restaurant. And then I want a secret fourth show, which is a group one. I haven't found this yet. I've found the first three. They're booked, um, but getting them to happen is a whole nother ballpark. And that's why it's on the goals list. Group shows are super fun. I want to find something that works with a painting that I've already created or print 
and that I'm not making something custom for a show. A fun goal I have for my art is to make a painting that is bigger than me. I am five foot five, so getting that dimension in every direction sounds like a great time. I I have a little bit of a hang up with making big paintings. I love making them, but selling them is a big problem. Um, I tend to hang on to my big paintings in my studio for a long time before they get sold, which leads me to my next goal, which is get a new marketing strategy. I would like a better way to sell my big paintings. I would like a better way to sell my prints, maybe doing a print of the month thing. I would like a better way of getting commissions. So in January, I'm hoping to find someone who's an expert on art marketing or creative marketing and study with them. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But that's the goal. I would like to get 12 commissions this year. I would like to get one a month. I have one for January already, but I would like to get one commission every single month throughout the rest of the year. I think this will be not a huge problem for me. I think it'll be fairly easy and it'll be a nice way to connect with people who collect my work. My last art goal that is just under the general umbrella is to go to First Thursdays every month. First Thursday Art Walk happens in downtown Seattle. There's a couple of other ones all over the place and I want to make sure I'm getting to these every month that I'm in town. They are great ways of connecting with the art community. They're great ways of building relationships. And it's fun to see what other people are making. For Twitch this year, well, for Twitch last year, we met our goals. In 2023, I wanted to stream art three days a week. I wanted to play games on art. I wanted to keep the art book club going. And we did that. I was less consistent than I wanted to be, but I was able to get onto Twitch almost every month that I was in town. This year, I want to double down on consistency around the schedule, planning breaks rather than taking time just disappearing, you know, (laughs) disappearing without notice. A lot of the times when I take time off of Twitch, I haven't told people about it. I just like not shown up. So now I want to be more intentional about when I'm being on and when I'm being off. And I think that'll be better overall. I also want to respect my boundaries around, around Twitch. I tend to get tired after about the two hour mark here online especially when I'm painting. And when I push past that, trying to get to three hours, I make more mistakes in my artwork. By respecting my own boundaries of when I'm getting tired and when I need a break, that'll help me keep a better relationship with Twitch and keep me enjoying it. I I do think Twitch is extremely good for my art business. It helps me meet collectors. It helps me stay in the art community online. It's, It's really good overall. So putting this as a pretty high level of importance in my art goals is it's important to me. For the podcast, for brushwork, y'all, I made my goal. I posted an episode every single week of 2023. Can I get a round of applause? <laughs> that was a lot of work and I'm really proud of myself for getting a new episode of brushwork every week and it's a success. So this year, we're going to continue to have a weekly episode go out every single week And I also would like to be on three other people's podcasts. I would like to be interviewed by three other people. And this will be part of the 50 applications that I do for the year. So I'm excited. Hey, can I be on your podcast? You should let me be on your podcast. (laughs) I have a couple more categories left, which is the first of which is traveling. 2023 was a huge year of travel for me. I went international for an art residency. I traveled a lot and I actually think it was too much for my art schedule. I think it hindered some of the painting I was making. So funny enough, this year I want to travel less than I did last year. <laughs> Traveling is fun. It is. It brings you new creativity and it's also very expensive. And this year is a year of saving money. So this year, 
I have one big trip planned, which is my stepbrother's wedding, and I want to go to that. So I'm going to plan for that and save for it and make it happen. But I would advise to do smaller, more local trips. So this year, I would really love to take domestic like weekend trips with my partner. Ideas are going to the Washington coastline, visiting New York City, visiting friends in different states who have houses that could, you know, put us in a guest room or something, and doing smaller trips, more intimate trips. And my last goal with travel is when I travel, I don't want to be buying things for the trip. You know, I'm like, oh, I should get a new dress for this trip. No, no, no. (laughs) I have literally everything I need for traveling and not buying new things just to have a new thing for a trip is something I want to keep in mind when I am traveling. My last category is relationships. This year, I have only a couple of goals when it comes to my family, my friends, and my partner. In 2023, I was able to meet lots of goals with my family. I went on a trip with my sister and my mom, but I did not get them over for dinner every month like I had set out. And I think this year, I need to reevaluate why that is. And a lot of it has to go with conflicting schedules, and a lot of it has to go with ambiguity of the invitation. So this year, I want to have a once a month family date. Right. So this year I want to be like, hey, let's go do this thing at this time. So we're going to the movies, we're getting tea, we're going to the zoo, things like that. I mean, like, hey, even if not everyone can come, it would be fun if someone could go. Right. And not getting hung up if not everyone can come to said event. I, I think this sort of approach will be a little bit more casual and a little bit more, I don't know, just a little bit more fun in general. So that is my goal with my family, with my friends. I had a major success in 2023. I had friends over all the time. I was able to get my friends to be friends with each other. Win. <laughs> and it was just it was just a really nice time. I feel like I built, built really good relationships with my friends last year. So this year, piggybacking off of my hobbies goal is I'm going to try my friends' hobbies and do it with them. I think that will be a very fun goal for the year. With my partner, last year I did not read the book Eight Dates, despite the fact that he gave it to me last year. So... This year, I want to read the book Eight Dates (laughs) and then do them. But another goal I have is for us to cook for each other each week. This is actually a goal that he came up with. And I just think it's extremely sweet. And we've tried it a couple times so far. And where once a week we cook for each other. And I think that's adorable. So that is my goal. And that is my goal for the year. I had a lot of fun writing these down and reflecting off of last year and seeing what could be improved on and where I succeeded and where I failed. And Honestly, at the end of 2023, I feel very happy with my goals and like happy with how I turned out despite some setbacks that I encountered. I feel like I accomplished a lot in 2023, that it was a huge year for me. And I feel like having the same structure for setting goals in 2024 will be really great for making things happen. As a reminder, here is the four steps for setting a good goal and succeeding. Number one is set the goal. Number two is visualize what it'll feel like to accomplish it. Number three is setting when you're going to do that goal and it's one setting task form. And number four is setting up supports to help you accomplish the goal. I hope you found this episode useless. Useless? (laughs) I hope you have found this episode really useful and that you are able to set your goals in a way that feels realistic and achievable. If you have a creative goal that you're setting for the year and you want to tell me about it, will you put it in the comments? Because I definitely want to see them. And I think it's fun to I think it's fun to see what other artists are doing with, with their life and their art goals. 
If you want to find me on the internet, I am at stephaniescott.art over on Instagram. That's also the website. And if you want to share this episode or any of the other episodes of Brushwork and help me find more artists to be listeners, I would really appreciate that. You're the best. Make good choices, everyone. And I'll see you later. Goodbye.